right now let's bring in our first guest and let's talk about what we learned this week. It was busy. We had a lot of economic data. Most of it came a little shy on expectations. We also heard from the Fed chair and we got big tech earnings. Mo Hagman is the chief commercial officer and COO at Invesco Investment Solutions. Mo, good to have you back on the program. What was most important, do you think, this week in determining where the market goes from here? Yeah, thanks for having me. You know, I think what we're seeing from a macro perspective is still very supportive of equities and very supportive of risk assets overall. So uh, nothing really that surprising this week from the Fed. I don't think we were really that surprised by earnings, although earnings have been coming in slightly better than expected. I think what's important for markets, though, is not necessarily how earnings are coming in today. What, what are we looking at in terms of future earnings or are earnings expectations being, uh, you know, stable or are we revising down or possibly seeing a peak in earnings? So I think that's really what's going to be moving markets on, in a, on a go forward basis. And we're looking at that pretty closely all so, Mel, looking at uh, that response here, I guess the one thing that I'd argue is that for a stock like Amazon, which of great size and importance for the overall market, when the sell-off here happens despite, uh, I know they missed on the top line, but really the implication seems to be that whether it's Apple or Amazon, uh, with the exception of Alphabet, investors seem to be a little worried that maybe the past year of growth can't continue at that same rate. Doesn't mean they won't be growing. The expectations are for them to continue doing so. But what if we finally approach that uh, kind of turning point uh, as far as COVID goes that has actually been a great positive for many of these companies? Yeah, and look, we have seen a deceleration of growth uh, more recently, right? So while the economy is quite healthy, just given where we were last year and some of that snap snapback post kind of the lockdowns and the depths of the pandemic, what we're seeing more recently is growth is starting to decelerate. And really, that's not necessarily bad for equities or bad for risk assets. What that means is that we're not really going to grow at six and a half percent GDP anymore, right? And something more um, normalized, kind of pre-pandemic, two percent, two and a half percent is more likely in the quarters to come. And look, I think the, the growth versus value debate will continue to have. I think you mentioned earlier that the market is looking for leadership. If you look at year-to-date results, growth and value are pretty much uh, on top of each other. Whereas if you think about what we were fourth quarter and first quarter, there was a significant outperformance in value and that reopening theme was quite strong. Uh, recently, I think there's been a re-rotation re and a little bit more of a growth bias as investors are looking for growth within their equity allocations as they start to think about growth slowing down in the overall economy. There's also uh, rates, right? So as rates have been going down and the yield curve flattening, that's generally more supportive of growth in defensive equities. And that's what we've seen more recently. Hmm. So uh, Mo, you say to not give up on that rotation into the cyclical trade, what could uh, make that happen again? Because it seems like that's one that constantly needs proving that when in doubt, this market defaults as probably makes sense. I mean, it's been a decade where the default has been to buy secular growth, basically, and assume a uh, kind of slow, real growth. But uh, should that still be the baseline? Or are we going to constantly need some kind of new infrastructure dealer, new stimulus? I mean, is it going to be a constant start and stop with the cyclical rotation in leadership? 
Yeah, it's a great question. And look, while we are still positioned slightly in favor of pro-cyclical factors and sectors, what I would say is that that recent deceleration and growth and some of our expectations around that uh, really could start to put us in a position to rethink how we are positioned moving forward. I think the um, you know current outlook we are still very much committed to. We think the economy is healthy. We think equities are still uh, the place to be. Risk assets in general are the place to be. We don't see anything outside of some of the concerns around the Delta variant uh, you know, disrupting that. We don't see a policy issue or a tightening cycle that was unexpected. Uh, we don't necessarily see the consumer confidence or consumer health uh, and spending really being a challenge in the quarters to come. Really, the Delta variant, I think, is probably the one area where we're continuing to be very mindful and watching that as it's very unpredictable to think you know, how we're going to progress. Now, the, the, the probability of a 2020-style lockdown, I think, is still low. Uh, but again, that's an area that we still need to continue to watch. Hmm. In terms of you know, growth versus value, you really have to think about you know, what type of regime we're going to be post this snapback and this recovery that we've experienced. If we go back to pre-pandemic level growth and pre-pandemic level inflation, then you will see uh, growth names and large and mega cap companies outperform value, right? So if, if that tends to be the direction of travel, you could see a change in leadership again. All right, uh, I like it. So looking for shift in leadership, it's still uh, you know as far and deep as we are into uh, this virus situation, it really still is the main driving force, right? Where uh, when you look and see real change, and it seems like we've gotten that travel numbers still picking up, but uh, Mark a little slow to buy into it. Uh, maybe there's a little bit of a lag there. Mo, like the walkthrough and the framework that you guys are using at Invesco. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Mo Hagman is the Chief Commercial Officer and COO at Invesco Investment Solutions.